Welcome to the Mixed Mornings and More podcast. It's the best as well as the rest. All right, Steph, for the past two days, yesterday and today, for every, it's like every five minutes, you're just constantly like putting your hands up to your teeth or your mouth. What the heck is going on over there? <laughs> I um, was eating a carrot last week. And I guess um, I did something to my tooth. I don't know. It, it like immediately started hurting as if it was like very sensitive. And then all weekend long, I've been like taking Tylenol for it and trying not to smile too much because the cold air is hurting oh. it. Yeah. And so now I'm like holding down my lip, like don't let any air on it. Um, and then when I'm drinking coffee, I'm looking like a weirdo. I was going to make fun of you for the carrot story, but that's just how like mouths work. I swear. Mouth injuries are like the weirdest thing ever. And the thing about them is... They don't go away. And then the, your tongue is constantly on the area that hurts for probably the next week. Oh, it's so true. And like, you can't not think about it. <laughs> like, you have to use your mouth so much for talking and everything that it's like every time I open my mouth to say something, I have to start with, ow, oh, my tooth. Or, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, it's just a thing. And I actually did go to the dentist yesterday because I was like, oh my gosh, my tooth hurts so bad. I need to make sure that it's okay. And you know what the dentist said? Suck it up or what? No, he said I traumatized my tooth with that <laughs> carrot. I traumatized my tooth. <laughs> of course you did, because what else would a mouth injury be? Mixed mornings with Steph and Sean. Came across such an interesting article yesterday, basically saying wild pigs are some of the most invasive species ever on this thing we call planet Earth. And that they have invaded Elk Island National Park. Okay, so you were just there, what, this weekend, this past weekend? Did you see any? I did not see any pigs. I didn't know I had to look out for them. I didn't see any (laughs) elk either for Elk Island National Park. I did see a ton of bison, but that was about it. Yeah, so... Uh, super interesting. Um, I thought it was just going to be like a normal read, this article. It was just going to be like a quick like, two-minute read, just being like, yeah, they're pigs. This is what they do. This is what they're doing. But it gets so interesting as you kind of just keep on going throughout the article. So I'll, I'll read some to you. Wild pigs were brought to Saskatchewan and Alberta around 1990 to help farms diversify okay. all their animals. Getting and then vegan. Yeah. And then it ends with some escaped. Oh. And it's just like, when this, dun, dun, dun. this is like from just like, like global kind of thing. I thought this was just going to be like an easy read. And then it goes on to say like, they're now spread across 296 rural municipalities that have wild pigs all over them. And about, uh, in Alberta, they've been spotted in 28 counties. And that is according to Perry, who is Alberta's government pig removal program director. Jobs you didn't know existed. I don't even, like, what qualifications do you need to get this job and how do you apply? Like, this is crazy. You think, like, out of a high school, like, his guidance counselor is like, you know what you'd be good at? You'd be good at running a pig removal program. There's there's actually a thing for that, like, at the University of Alberta. Like, what is what does this all consist of that you get to have this job? Yeah, I don't know, but pigs seem like they are awful. Like, apparently they eat bird eggs, they eat birds. They even eat deer, tear up okay. land. And you can get attacked by a pig. Like, it's like you have to be careful when you're walking on the trails if there's pigs around. Yeah, you'd think they'd be like, oh, I guess these wild boars, these pigs are just like something you don't want to mess with. How do they eat a deer as well? They're like, there's just so many questions now that I have about these pigs. We need to call up this uh, this guy who runs the pig removal program. I have just like a list of things that I'm curious about now. Yeah, we got to talk to Perry. Come on, get him on the phone. (laughs) Mixed mornings with Steph and Sean. 
All right, Steph, I need to lean on you and our listeners out here. I have a question for the region, okay? Okay. Uh, what is with the musky smell that comes around everyone so often? Do you know what I'm talking about? Like the cat pee smell? I was going to say like the wet window smell oh, kind of thing. Yes. It's just musk everywhere. Like, I, I swear it's like a bad cologne almost. Every once in a while, you step outside and you're just like... Is like my 70-year-old grandpa's friend like beside me or like what's going on right now? That's an interesting way to describe it because I often call it kind of like the wet sock smell. Like worse than a, a bad bit. cologne. It's kind of like you, you know, winter wet sock. Yeah. Love the region. Love a lot of the things that it has to offer. The musky smell, not one of them. And I've noticed it more <laughs> than once. Because at once, the first time I smelled that, I was like, all right, I'm going to pass it by. Maybe like a truck is just burning something weird or something. I don't know. I just brushed it off. I was like, it's just a one-off. But then like the second and third time roll around, I'm like, all right, this is, a, this is not a coincidence anymore. This is a thing that is happening. And now I'm just curious what it is. What is my nose getting a whiff of these days i i don't know but i do know what you mean because even um on monday we were driving back in we had gone camping for the weekend and about an hour out of town i was like oh we're back in fort mcmurray and it's one of those days that fort mcmurray smells like dirty socks <laughs> um <laughs> but i don't know what it is i know that people say it's sight i know they say you know it comes around when it rains a lot yeah. or when the, the water the ground is wet but I don't know mm. what causes it, but somebody has to. Yeah. So I have a question for the region, too. What is that smell? There we go. <laughs> is it the smell of money? Obviously, that's the number one thing people always say when something's smelling. But what if someone knows the science behind it, please, 780-791-1037. I would like to know. Mixed Mornings with Steph and Sean. You know when the build-up to something is so big and then you finally get to it and it's a total letdown? Oh, yeah. Been there before. That recently <laughs> happened to you. Yeah. Over the weekend, um, I went to an Italian grocery store and they had Turkish delights. Okay. I've heard of them, I think. I want to say yes. Okay. Describe yeah. it to me. Okay. So, like, Edmund in the Chronicles of Narnia was, like, <laughs> lured by the White Witch because she had Turkish delights. So, like, he really sold them as something delicious. Okay. Um, when we saw them, we were like, oh, my gosh, we have to try these Turkish delights. Uh, <laughs> says everyone. <laughs> says everyone because of Edmund and Narnia. Uh, <laughs> but I took a bite of this thing and nothing happened. It was like a <laughs> jelly bath bead. It tasted oh. like soap and it acted like it wasn't it wasn't something you eat. Like it just went. Bloop, yeah. Like in, oh, it was so gross. Not so much of a glowing review, I guess, for the Turkish delights out yeah, there. Yeah, I feel like I have been fooled my entire life by Narnia. And so then I was like, how come I can't find a picture of Turkish delights? And I've discovered that the chocolate bar that my dad always used to get when I was little that like was very safe from the kids. Yes. He would just be like, oh, just put that in the cupboard. Yeah. Nobody's going to touch it. Big Turk. Filled with a piece of soap inside. Okay, that's what I was picturing. I didn't know the difference originally. You're like, Turkish Delight? I'm like, oh, that's the chocolate bar. But then, so Turkish Delight is the block of something. Yeah, that's inside the chocolate. Oh. So it's like a piece of soap. Some sick human is just like, will trick someone by covering it in chocolate and maybe they'll eat it now. Yeah, so gross. <laughs> would not, 10 out of 10, would now not they're recommend. probably billionaires out of it. <laughs> Mixed mornings with Steph and Sean something a little bit sad this morning. Oh, I don't but, like the sounds of that. When I was getting dressed, I put on a pair of pants, 
And I started to think back to like the last time I didn't put on a pair of pants in the morning mm-hmm. when I put on shorts. And I was like, man, it's been a couple of weeks and I don't think it's going to get any warmer again until spring. Oh. <laughs> it's like the, you don't realize the last day that you wear shorts is the last day that you wear shorts until it's too late. Like yeah. you don't get to savor it, you know? You probably are not going to go back. No, I mean, it's not that warm out anymore. It's what, like minus four right now? Like it's cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hey, um, I think I wore shorts on the weekend out of spite. Out of spite. Yeah, just shaking my fist at the weather kind of thing. Um, Why don't we wear shorts tomorrow? Should we do it? Yeah, sunny and high of 10. I mean, we can bring a blanket to cover our legs in the morning when it's minus six. Yeah, I don't have that electric start like you do, Sean. Like, this, this is a big deal for me, big commitment. Let's let's take a stand, though, against the weather and be like, you know what, tomorrow's a short stay. Okay. And we're making it happen, and we don't care. We're going to savor it. Yeah. I think yesterday in the 5 o'clock hour, we came on air, and I think we were saying kind of like wearing shorts for the last time. Uh, we're kind of doing that because it's dropping down to like minus five, minus six in the morning when we're driving to work here. And then we're like, we're going to take a stand. We're going to wear shorts today. I can't see your legs, but I got mine on right now. Do you have yours on? Sean, I have a confession to make. I, I just couldn't don't, do it. Don't do it. Why? I left you hanging. I'm so sorry. I, you know, I was like putting out my outfit last night and I was like, should I wear shorts? Then I remembered I fell off my bike the other day oh. and my legs are so bruised. I was like, on top of the fact that everybody would be like, aren't you cold? I just couldn't have them being like, like do Whoa. we have to talk to someone? <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, fair enough. I totally forgot that you fell off your bike the other day. Big <laughs> deal, Sean. I can't believe you can't remember that I've been complaining all week about it. <laughs> all right. You can, you can just support me in my shorts and then uh, we can do it together, I guess, in that way. Okay. Okay. So I really can't see your legs though. Like, do you actually have shorts on oh (laughs) now we're gonna have to listen to you complain about your bruises (laughs) mixed mornings with steph and sean you know rain shower heads a little bit yeah i i don't have one but i think i've experienced them a time or two well they're like the height of luxury like if you get a hotel room that has a rain shower head it's like oh my gosh look at how beautiful that is um so this weekend, I stayed in a hotel one night and the shower had both options. Like you could do like the, the angled shower head or you could turn on the rain. Oh, yeah. And I felt Did you do both like, at the same time? No, you uh, had to like pull a lever and it would uh, switch them. I know, right? Uh, but, new hotel. <laughs> okay, sorry. I, I felt like because it's the height of luxury that I should use the rain shower head. Yeah. But I quickly discovered I don't get it. Like oh. the draw to it. Because it felt like I was drowning. <laughs> what? Well, because of this like rain, this water's just coming straight down on top of you. It's and then perfect. if you need to breathe, you have to put your face out <laughs> to get some air. And then as well, if you're like, oh man, my head is so hot, like I just need a break. If you move your body to get your head out, none of your body is getting wet anymore. You're just getting cold. Like, it's like, who invented this thing? I don't think it's luxury. In fact, I think it's second rate to the angled showerhead. Okay, so what I'm understanding, so the, the water pressure was probably pretty incredible if you had trouble, like, breathing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was. It was. It should be nice. It was like you were in like a maybe a oh, giant rainstorm of hot water. I think I would love that. 
the steam too though like yeah. it was yeah you're like all in for this oh see because i'm a warm weather person so that naturally i'm just like warm everything it's like shower me with that lava like right now <laughs> that's what i'm all about <laughs> okay i have another question though yeah so um the, i went from the height of luxury to um sleeping in a campground and they had their showers were the ones with the buttons you know you press it in and it's like on a timer and it's oh slowly, yeah and you can't adjust the temperature and I want to know who invented those because that is the opposite. It's like, oh, why? that's so old school. I love it. You pressing, like, is it three seconds? Is it five? Is it seven? Like, and is it hot? Is it cold? <laughs> and then, like, as well, I'm going to use the same amount of water either way. Why can't I decide when it turns off? Yeah, that's pretty funny. I, I love the, the mystery of the old school. You know, it always leaves you guessing a little bit. Oh, I don't want to guess. <laughs> Mixed mornings with Steph and Sean. So Nokia, uh, the phone company, they're coming up on their 20th anniversary. No clue that they're still a thing, but they're staying relevant because they just put out a post yesterday saying, hey, remember that brick phone everyone owned? We're putting it back out again. Does that make them relevant or does that make them stuck in the past? I don't. A little bit of both, I think, because A, everyone picked up on it and B... They're just like, remember us? Remember when we were cool and everyone owned a piece of us? We are such the nostalgic generation, but I don't know if people would give up their smartphones to go to a brick phone again. Because like, I remember that phone having the internet capability and being like, no, don't go on the internet. Stop, stop, stop. You're going to charge me $500 for opening up a browser. So did you have one? Yeah, I did. Oh my uh-huh. goodness. I never owned one. And I was kind of a little bit jealous. You could like hammer nails with that bad boy couldn't you it's true it also had like t9 texting that was the first phone i ever texted on um and i didn't know what t9 was i was very frustrated um that it just kept like putting in words that i was not typing i was like (laughs) what is happening with this this texting thing is so archaic why would anyone do it i think the only thing i remember about it like on either my parents or other people's phones was just plain snake it was just (laughs) snake the whole time yes yes so good oh my god Mixed Mornings with Steph and Sean. One of the greatest moments in Canadian men's soccer history happened last night. Instead of me trying to explain it, I'll just let you listen in to this iconic call as it happened. Davies takes it away. 2v1. Davies has Buchanan. Alfonso Davies keeps it himself. So last night, individual pace of brilliance. Alfonso Davies. Oh, iconic! Absolutely iconic. Last (laughs) night, Team Canada. So World Cup qualifying is going on right now. Canada hasn't made World Cup since like the '80s, whatever it has been. uh, For the men's side, women's side is absolutely dominant. They won gold in the Olympics just this past. uh, uh, Olympics here, which is incredible. But the men's have just been stinking. But they have this phenom. His name is Alfonso Davies. He scored, I posted it on our Facebook page last night, this incredible individual effort of a goal. And uh, he's from our backyard. He's, he's, he's from Edmonton. He's 20 years old. Wow. And he's one of the greatest players in all of soccer. And he's Canadian. I am just like I'm just over the moon that this is happening right now, and I'm just like beaming with joy. So I could tell. Oh, so everyone, Steph, come with me. We're gonna watch some soccer. Okay, <laughs> it'll good. be brilliant. Alfonso, Jamie. Mixed mornings with Steph and Sean. 
Sean, I was attacked by the ground yesterday. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What happened? <laughs> well, I was riding my bike along, no big deal, and I was approaching some people on the trail, and so I thought, ah, I am on a very fast-moving vehicle. I will get off the trail and allow them to continue walking straight. And when I did, I slipped on some leaves. <laughs> off the trail? Yep. And then off my bike. <laughs> oh, you got one of those e-bikes too. Are they were you ripping on it? Yeah, I was going about thirty-five kilometers oh. an hour, and then like my whole body just like hit the ground very hard. I like ripped my whole sleeve of my jacket. Um, thankfully, I didn't hit my face or my head. I was wearing a helmet, but there like you go. protect that brain of yours. Yeah, my whole side is just in dire straits right now. Ten out of ten would not recommend. Like the last <laughs> time I fell off a bike, I think I was ten years old. I don't remember it hurting this bad. Okay, well, I was going to say, like, you're not really hiding it very... Well, I don't know if you're trying to hide it, but you're, like, <laughs> limping around here like crazy. So I was wondering, I was like, what the heck is going on here? Like, you look like I got hit by a train a little bit. It feels like I did. No, I just got hit by the ground. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Mixed mornings with Steph and Sean. Going on right now, Macca's, McDonald's, they got their Monopoly going on. The one thing I noticed on the board, though, Steph... Yeah. Uh, nothing from the armed WBs on here. How disrespectful. Jerks, come on. We are a destination. Absolutely. They could have put the Sny on there for all I'm concerned. Oh, the Sny River? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, do they not recognize greatness when they see it? Maybe they <laughs> haven't seen it. That's why. Perhaps, perhaps. I mean, there are other great spots, too. They could have put Greg Rylake on there, um, the beach down there. Exactly. Uh, what else is there? There's like... What about the Oil Sands Discovery Center? A lot of history. Giants of mining. Yes. Um, the buffalo lookout where there's never any buffalo. It could be that could be like one of the <laughs> um, the hard ones to get because you never know if you're gonna show up and see the buffalo. It took me four years to find them. So it took me a week. Yeah. You see, that's what happens. Oh, it's like the yeah. guy who swoops in and is like, I mm. never buy coffee, but I'm gonna do it today. That's right. And then he gets the best one, and you're like, Do you realize I've been trying for months <laughs> for that? I've been trying for years for that one. All right. Sounds like we got a strongly worded letter to send off to corporate <laughs> of uh, trying to get the RMWB involved in this map. By the way, such a sham. All I get is duplicates oh. now. Unbelievable. <laughs> Mixed mornings with Steph and Sean. Hellman's is putting a new recipe out into the world. And I use Hellman's on chicken. You can make like this really moist chicken if you put like a layer of mayo mixed with Parmesan cheese and then some breadcrumbs on top. Oh, it's you like, like some breading kind of? Yeah. It's mm. like, thank you, Hellman's. This is like <laughs> very creative and delicious. Mm. Their new recipe, I don't think I'm going to try it. Not no. willing. They say mayo in coffee. That's it. Mayo in general, I'm just not a fan. I'm not a fan of anything mayo unless it's like the lightest thinnest spread then i can handle it but it's just uh, i don't know like mayo margarine butter anything of that nature i just don't really vibe with it i don't like that it like mayo makes sandwiches waterproof like they're like oh you just put a layer of mayo on it and then it's fine <laughs> if you put the tomato on in the morning and eat your sandwich later like that grosses me out i'm like i don't want a waterproof thing i'm supposed to eat um, but I also don't want to put this in my coffee and they're just like, oh yeah, you just put a scoop in and as if it's cream. Like, what does it do? Add a tang? Does it turn into the egg? Would it, it just be, be a clump? That's what I'm picturing. Like, would it just be a floaty? Uh -oh. <laughs> 
I think it in would your melt. coffee. <laughs> like I, I get like I, I dunk my cookies in my coffee, and then sometimes there's cookie floaties in there. Yeah, those are delicious. Yeah, those are I acceptable. Can't picture the same thing with mayo here, though. But I also think that we need to throw this out into the world. If you are a mayo lover <laughs> and are willing to try mayo and coffee together, please let us know because neither Sean nor I eat mayo oh. and we need your help. <laughs> so lo and behold, Steph, you threw it out there. You're just like, is there any mayo lovers? Because there are. It's like the thing. It's like you and I were kind of on the hate side. Mm-hmm. And then there's a select few in the middle. They're like maybe kind of here and there. And then there's a love side where people just love mayo. Yeah, it's like I put that mayo on everything. <laughs> <laughs> Lit and drip it in my coffee as well. So you threw it out there and actually we had Celine. She reached out over on our text line. Personally, she can't drink coffee, but her Italian husband drinks coffee with butter sometimes, and she has also seen mayo. Interesting. Okay, so I know that butter, what's that one called? Like a bulletproof coffee or something? Like that's actually a thing. A lot of keto people do it. I think it would just make you have oil and water together in a coffee cup. Yeah. Um, But I just can't even fathom this mayo thing. Did she explain any further? Yeah, so I asked her. I had to write back because I was so (laughs) curious. I was like, does the butter melt? Is it just lumpy? Does it turn into floaties? Like, what's going on here? And so she said, they both melt mayo more so if you stir it. And it apparently provides more nutrients, keeps you fuller longer, and it reduces the jitters. Mayo also makes it creamy. Okay, I had a friend that said that about mayo, putting it in guacamole, and I thought they were just like, um, you know, a monster for ruining guacamole. (laughs) It's like it's an avocado, it's creamy. I would rather put avocado in my coffee if I wanted it to be creamier. Can't imagine putting mayo inside. Would you willingly put that? No, like sometimes I willingly put a scoop of ice cream in if I want a little. uh, But doesn't that have a name? Treat. Uh, Affogato. Affogato. Espresso and ice cream, yeah. But uh, definitely not. I'm just, I don't I'm going to slip some in your coffee one morning just to see. Sean, we won't I mean, be I will. Anymore. I'm not. I'm not. I was... I, we won't be able to stay in the same room. <laughs> I will be so mad. You will have to worry about what will happen to your coffee. It will not be good. <laughs> Mixed mornings with Steph and Sean. I have some questions, Sean. Mm-hmm. Um, they're about backgrounds on computers. Oh, yeah. Or like the wallpaper, I guess yeah. you call it. Um, so my iMac has like the most beautiful photo of an island and throughout the day it like changes uh, to reflect where the sun is in the sky. Oh. Yeah. So it's like, oh, oh, daytime, it's beautiful sunshine. Then it gets a little bit into the evening and it gets kind of like twilight and then um, it the picture stays the same, just like the light in the picture changes. That's a little... <laughs> That's a little trippy. I was like, is trippy still a word people use? That's a little trippy. <laughs> yeah, but it's so beautiful that I've never changed the picture. I'm like, I don't know where this is. I would love to visit one day, but I just am like, wow, is what a mesmerizing thing. Transitioning pictures that you can choose from on Mac? I don't have a Mac. I don't know how they work. I don't know. I've, n- I've never tried. I just was like, this I'm is st- my photo. I need to keep it. But I wonder, like, because, you know, on the PCs at work here, they change all the time. But it's always a place where I'm like, I would love to visit there one day, too. Do you ever click, like, the the icon in the top right that's like, oh, this is where it is? Well, that's a life hack that I didn't know about. You know, oh, yeah. <laughs> so whenever the picture shows up on our work computers, if it's like, like a mountain or just like this beautiful place, uh, first I try and guess where it is, and then I click the little the little light bulb in the top right, and it tells you, oh, this is Greece. This is oh my Chile. Gosh. This is the Rocky Mountains kind I've of thing. I've been left to guess for all these years. <laughs> I've just been like... 
Wish I knew where that was. I might have been there. Is that Ireland? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Good to know. This is a new thing. So, if anyone in Microsoft uh, in their computers, boom, life hack right there. Can we do it on an iMac? That is a that is a question. <laughs> yeah. Now, is your does your computer change backgrounds, or do, are you like, this is a boring photo. I need my own photo. No, I think that's just a Mac thing where it transitions like that. Mine, mine is just a still picture. Like, my phone background, mountains. My my home background, dogs. Uh, like work background, sports kind of thing. It's just like a healthy transition of mountain sports and dogs. All right, all right. The three things Sean loves. Where's the one of your bed? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mixed mornings with Steph and Sean. Happy belated Thanksgiving, a.k.a. leftover turkey for lunch day. Mm-hmm. I always thought there was one way to have turkey leftovers, but then you start talking to other people like Thanksgiving leftovers, and the way that I do it isn't the way that everyone else does it. Yeah, my whole life I've always made, um, you know, because my grandma always made homemade bread, so you'd have a homemade bread turkey sandwich with some butter and then like a lot of salt and pepper on the turkey. Oh my gosh. So like, this is next day, delicious. right? Yeah. And yeah. then is it just cold turkey, butter, salt, and pepper? That's it? That's it. See, I don't do the butter. I do like a bun. Okay. And then uh, whether it's homemade or not. And then just cold turkey, ketchup, close the bun, done. Sean, you are a monster. Why? You put ketchup on a sandwich that's cold and then in fact it's on leftover turkey yeah because the turkey's probably cold and a little bit dry because it's been in the fridge kind of thing so you need something to liven it up and moisturize it yeah. so that's where the ketchup comes into play it's meat it's ketchup they go together you put it in a bun it's delicious i just feel like there's so many better condiment options like i know neither of us like mayo so i'm not going to advocate for that but like <laughs> There's, you know, uh, butter. <laughs> There's what? A, I, my cousin used to put Thousand Island salad dressing on her turkey. No, what? Yeah, so I don't know. It runs know. in the family. You're a little weird over okay, there. Okay, no, you catch up. What are you, five? <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we want to know, is there another way to do your turkey leftovers? Are there any other ketchup people? Like myself. There aren't, there aren't Sean. basically Stop what I'm hoping. asking. Give us a call, 780-791-1037. You can get in the mix. We're talking about how you enjoy your Thanksgiving leftovers. Sean is a monster and likes turkey and ketchup on a sandwich together. Ah! But Kenda's on the line. All right. So how do you take yours, Kenda? It sounds like you have a very interesting way. So what we do is everything that's leftover, so potatoes, stuffing, all that, you mash it all together with the turkey and then just stuff it in a waffle maker, press the waffle maker down, and then put it on a plate. Holy moly. Oh my gosh. So do you then pour gravy on top or something or is it just like Oh yeah. And Ooh. and it fills in all the holes and it's just wonderful. <laughs> How long have you been doing this for, Ganda? Oh, probably about three years. Wow. That's incredible. <laughs> and I feel like you've just given us the life hack of all life hacks for leftover turkey dinner. It's great. It's perfect. Thanks for the call, Kenda. Thanks for listening. Hey, if you have another leftover turkey life hack, whatever it may be, you can always give us a call or text 780-791-1037. You can get it. Talking about how you do your Thanksgiving leftovers uh, right now with Steph and I, 780-791-1037. I'm just blown away because growing up my whole life, my family, I thought there was one way how to do it. It was bun, it was cold turkey, it was ketchup, boom, you're ready to go. Yeah, and I'm definitely... uh on the cold turkey butter salt and pepper on a sandwich thing but then like you know sometimes your grandma will put it into like a turkey pot pie or they'll make like a turkey soup or something like that 
But then Joanne, she texted in and she said you can do this thing called a turkey bundle. Okay. Where you take a Pillsbury Crescent roll and you just scoop on a little bit of each little leftover thing and then you roll it up into this like delicious little new meal. (laughs) See, this is the thing that blows my mind a little bit. People are making whole new meals out of this. And it's like hours of work whereas like when i think of leftovers i think of like bam 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 i'm done this like prepping this in about 37 seconds and i'm out the door kind of thing yeah it's like you cooked all day yesterday and sometimes all weekend so that when you have leftovers it takes two minutes to make it it's it's not the case here incredible there's another uh jocelyn over on our facebook page she said all you need is your leftovers uh a pan and then a lot of real butter and mm-hmm. then you melt the real butter, you cook everything, and then you just um, throw a bunch of gravy and cranberry on top of it, and then you dive in. And it's just like, what is with this, all this like extra like throwing things together? <laughs> just put it all in a bun. It's seven seconds of time, and then you're good to go. It tastes the same. Oh, man. Okay. Um, well, we want to hear from you. Let us know what do you do with your leftovers. You like Sean, take two minutes and call it a day. Are you like, I got a whole new meal. Look at all this great ingredients I've got. Uh, 780-791-1037. Thanks for listening to the Mixed Mornings and More podcast. For more episodes, subscribe now on iTunes, Spotify, or where all great podcasts are found.